This episode of The Broken Cork is brought to you by Beverage Bar, serving the Tri-State with four convenient locations. Come in and let our knowledgeable staff help you find that perfect bottle to make you the talk of the party or to create a special moment with family and friends. Cheers. Today on The Broken Cork, we discuss Buffalo Trace, Mashville 2. I'm Dan. I'm Aaron. I'm Jake. And today we have a very special guest uh, with us. Um, special guest, why don't you introduce yourself? What's your name? Peyton. Peyton. And uh, how old are you, Peyton? Like right now. Right how now, old? how old are you? You're eight. And why are you here? What's tomorrow? My birthday. Tomorrow is your birthday. So Peyton happens to be my eight-year-old, soon-to-be nine-year-old. I'm going to relish this eight-year-old as long as I can. Makes me feel old. But um, <laughs> she happens to be my daughter. And uh, one thing about um, Peyton is, and, and my family, I don't, I don't hide the fact that I enjoy bourbon. I don't hide the fact that I, I drink alcohol. Um, and Peyton has since um, gained a nose uh, where she likes to nose the bourbon. Um, I would never and will not let her drink it. She knows better, uh, but she she knows is just about everything that I put in my glass. Um, and so with that being said, us, we here at the Broken Court, we do not, we're not condoning underage drinking or anything like that. Um, for Peyton's birthday, one thing that she listed a long time ago was that she wanted to be a part of the Broken Court podcast in one episode. So Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> so Danny and Jake were really, really gracious and said, hey, let's just uh, let's, bring let's her on. It. Bring let's, the nose. Bring in the schnoz. So let's go. What we're going to do um, tonight is we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to taste through, like Danny said, mash bill number two. And, and Peyton's going to nose um, the bourbons with us and she's going to be able to throw some things in. So, hey, Peyton, um, one thing that a lot of our viewers might not know, viewers, um, he says. or I say viewers, our <laughs> listeners, viewers. one thing they might not know is what percentage makes a bourbon? So what is the grain that makes a bourbon and what's the percentage of it? 51 and corn. 51% corn. Great. So if something is a rye, what is, what is a rye? Rye and 51%. Again, 51%, at least 51% rye. See? So you did listen today. I'm, I'm proud of you. A genius among us. So um, tonight, you know, uh, like I said, we here at the Broken Cork, we do not condone underage drinking or drinking and driving or anything like that. I just think this is going to be a really fun episode. Um, and so if you uh, get mad because we have an underage person on us, then tune in next episode because um, she won't be I won't be back. here. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so we'll start tonight with our toast. Um, our toast is very, very simple. Um, Peyton, we love you. Uh, thank you for being my daughter and uh, making me one of the happiest men in the world as I get to watch you grow and as I get to watch you play softball and do everything that you do. So tonight's toast is all to Peyton. Happy birthday, Peyton. Cheers, guys. Cheers, boys. So, Jake, yes. I hear we've got some... New releases coming out in July, end of July and early August? Yes, we do. And it all starts with Barrel Bourbon Batch 29. I have no information on it other than that it's coming soon. Be on the lookout. Yes. And then we have Blue Run 14-Year <laughs> Small Batch coming out. We have Chattanooga Whiskey Bottle and Bond. That is a 100-proof 
2017 vintage, and it is a four unique high malt bourbon mash bills. Oh, that's cool. Can uh, I can I get on my soapbox for a second? Go for it. Don't sleep on Chattanooga whiskey, man. If you're not, if you haven't heard of it, if you haven't tried it, go out to your local liquor store. It's it's very affordable. I think I paid thirty five dollars for my bottle. Just try it. It's it's amazing. I have since made it a staple on my bar. It's something I enjoy anytime I want to enjoy something kind of different. Um, Chattanooga has a different flavor profile. I mean, it's, I guess I can say it's not for everyone, but you know what? Don't sleep on it. I really enjoy it. I'd recommend it to anyone else. Their, their cask strength bourbon is one of my favorite cask strength out you there. Know what? I've blown $35 on dumber stuff. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all of July, and now we have August. And in August, there's the big one. The, the big, big one, one. Yes, that everyone wants and no one can find. Has anybody got a guess? I'll just go ahead and tell you. It's Blanton's. Old Forester one. Yeah, that. Anyway, it's a Old Forester 117 Warehouse K. It's coming in at 110 proof. It's supposed to be coming out next month. Mm, Jackie Zykan, if you're listening, the Broken Cork would love a media sample. Or two media or, samples. Or, or five media samples. Um, or just to have you on. Yeah, that too. We would love it. And <laughs> we also have Yellowstone 2021 limited edition bourbon. I don't know what's limited about it, but... They do a... Oh, I, here it is. Yep. I just, okay, so it's a 7 and 15-year-old bourbon blended, 101 proof, and it's going to be finished in Amarone casks. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. They do that yearly release, and it's one of those very sought-after bottles. Um and uh, we, we normally, at the store, we'll get two or three. We don't get a whole lot. So, um, Peyton, you know, Dad and Dan and Jake, we've been traveling recently, right? You remember what town we went to recently? New Albany. We went to New Albany, but uh, that's where we met you. But where was Dad and Dan, Jake? We were in what right city in Louisville, right, right across the river. Yeah, what city or in what Louisville? city in Kentucky? He said Louisville. There Louisville, Louisville, there it was. So... Dan, tell us about that trip. Well, speaking of Louisville, before I ta- tell you about the trip, um, I do have one more upcoming release. Oh. Coming in September. Ooh. From my favorite distillery. Old Forester Birthday Bourbon releases September 2nd. Uh, this one is a 12-year age statement at 104 proof. Uh, I'm really excited about it. The 2020 Birthday Bourbon was delicious. Uh, and this one's coming in, like I said, 104 proof available September 2nd nationwide in limited quantities. And at the distillery, you're going to want to camp out for that one. I might be camping out for that one. Me and Rob Berry might, uh, <laughs> go over there, see pitch if we can't pick up a bottle, pitch the old tent and, uh, just in, have a good time in downtown Louisville. Um, like I said, it will be available nationwide starting September 2nd and at the distillery for the suggested retail price of $130. Shoo. That's a pretty, I mean, that's a decent price for that bottle. It's better if than you, 400 If you can get it. <clears throat> oh, was that a dig? At, it might have been a dig, but you know what? We'll, we'll, I digress. Anyway, Louisville trip. I have to talk about this one. It was so much fun. I thought you were going to say very, very frustrating. Oh, it was. The Louisville trip wasn't frustrating at all. It was the trip after that that was was really frustrating. Huh? Missed out on two releases. Oh, oh yeah, it was a trip to Louisville. We'll go back to that trip to Louisville. But 
the first trip to Louisville was an absolute blast. Um, we got to stop over at Starlight Distillery before we hit Louisville um, the day we came in. Um, we were just told to walk around the grounds. And so, well, we did. Um, Sorry. After we enjoyed a tasting. Do you remember the gentleman that uh, did our tasting? Do you remember what his name was? Ted Huber? No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, yeah, him. Well, but... yeah, but <laughs> the gentleman. Oh, oh, oh God. Our, our paid tasting. Yeah, the paid tasting. Right. Um, was it Vince? No, it was it was an old school, like Greg, I think, or something like that. It, well, I'm sorry we don't remember your name, but if you are listening to the podcast, um, just know that you are more than hospitable to us. I mean, we showed up about 30 minutes before close, and you acted like you had all night. Um, and that's even something we told to another staffer, which I'll get into in a second. But after we enjoyed our tasting, we kind of walked around the gift shop a little bit. Um, I was able to pick up a bottle of their rum barrel aged rye, five and a half years old. Gonna be delicious. Indiana rye, too. That's Indiana rye. Uh, anyway, you can have your rye. We'll take bourbon. <laughs> That's fine. Well, you <laughs> just you win this round. You win this. <laughs> Jeez, much Good like play. all the basketball games these days, too. Anyway, uh, go Hoosiers! Yay! No, go, go Buckeyes! <laughs> no, me? Oh, oh man! <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, we were told to just kind of walk the grounds. We went down by a couple of their Rick houses, and on our way down, we noticed that the still house was open. Like the door was open and we're like, well, maybe we can go peek in there. But we kind of just walked down the footpath and got to the end. None of the Rick houses were open. And on our way back, um, we encountered a gentleman that we had no clue who he was. And we, he, he just informed us, you know, Hey, if you want to go into the still house and look around for a little bit, um, we got a guy in there filling the last couple barrels. So you can just kind of walk around, take pictures if you want. And this was after close. And yeah, this was after close. Uh, so we walked in and there he was, the gentleman was fin- finishing up the barrels. We walked in and to our left was this table, mm, the, the magical, table. the magical table. Oh, that table. It had about, I would say 40 or 50 different single barrel selections, um, that various groups had done. And ironically enough, we tried them all, uh, Ramon Alvarez, <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast, you already know this, but. You know, no one else really does. Um, we found one of your picks. Uh, we poured some into a plastic glass because the gentleman filling the barrels said we could try a sample of it. And we kind of just took pictures and left. Um, on our way back, the same gentleman that told us we could walk around kind of met us outside and identified himself as none other than Ted Huber, the owner of Huber Winery and Starlight Distillery. Uh, coolest, most down-to-earth dude I have ever met. Oh, my God. If, if he wouldn't have introduced himself, I would have just thought he was a regular guy just walking around like, hey, man. I, I would have thought he was like a security guard or something. Right. Yeah. But he, he just kind of got to talking with us a little bit, and we mentioned that we were on our way to Louisville to record at uh, Rabbit Hole, which we hope you all enjoyed that episode. But we, uh, we got to talking, and lo and behold... He walks back to the car with us, and uh, we have a, a barrel head that we are lugging around to distilleries and having guests and uh, master distillers alike sign, and he was kind enough to uh, sign that barrel head for us. He was kind enough to uh, sign the bottle I purchased, 
and he just started talking to us. Yeah, that conversation ended up being like, I think it was, I think they closed at six and I looked down at my watch and it was like 630 and I was like, man, we've got to go. And so I was trying to uh, wrap things up. Yeah, I was trying to like be the guy that was trying to wrap it up and Jake did a great job of wrapping it up for us. He took that glass that we had that, that pour in and what happened? I just tried to switch hands and put my phone, I had my phone in one hand, I had the glass in the other. And my arm was getting tired, so I tried to swap hands with phone so I could shove it in my pocket. And what happened and to the glass? in the middle of all that, I dropped the cup and just yelled, shit. Real <laughs> loud. And Ted said, well, looks like you're going to have to come back to the still house and get yourself another pour. And, and that led to an hour's did. worth of, of more tasting. And uh, you know it's going to be a little bit of a journey when the owner of the distillery walks over to the lab table grabs three glasses, puts them down in front of you and says, you've got to try this. You've got to try this. Yeah. <laughs> that was the, that was, that was the moment I knew that we were going to be there for a while. Yeah. Cause so, he went, went over, grabbed three Glen Cairns, set one in front of Dan, one in front of Jake, one in front of me. And, and his words were, Hey, I got some stuff you've got to try. Yeah. And I was like, okay, two bottles and we'll be out of here and whatever. It turned into about 30 bottles. We and, were trying stuff all night. And the, the sad thing was, I mean, he was drinking these with us. And the fat, further he went, the fatter his pores got. Yes. <laughs> and I noticed as, you know, I, I guess I was the only one that noticed, but he was kind of taking a couple drinks and then just tossing them Tossing the rest the drain. of it out. We, we on were the trying other, to keep up we with don't, him. We don't waste <laughs> bourbon around here. But, we were trying to keep up with him. But we got to try picks from other groups, um, major chains like Meyer. um, Funny enough, if you ever find a uh, a label, a Starlight label, or any label for that matter, that has Meyer's actual name on it, buy, buy it. that bottle. Because that is a typo. Uh, all of the labels for Meyer should either have just an M or the name of the person that selected that barrel on it. Um, they just They were delayed on an order because they had to reorder the labels. And ironically enough, there are bottles like that in Evansville. Oh really? Yeah, the double oaked. That's so cool. Bourbon. So I might run down there and grab one at some point. We also finished off that WBS. Uh, yeah, we killed the rest of your bottle, Ramon. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was there for. Is made to be drank. Exactly. Hey, Peyton, um, you remember we went to uh, Starlight, right? Oh yeah. And uh, what was the your favorite part? Me and you took. I know eating ice cream, of course, right? Oh, that old timey ice. The cream best shop. ice cream. What kind did you have? I think it was. Did you have chocolate? Oreo. Oreo, that was right. Oreo and chocolate. Yep. And so after you got out with your ice cream, we, we went walking around the grounds, right? Mm-hmm. And where did we get to go? Do you remember? Mash House? Not the Mash House, the Rick House. Rick House. Yeah, and we saw a lot of what? Barrels. Barrels. And what, was there, was there somebody in there? Yeah. And what do you, what do you let you do? What do you let you do? Did he let you walk around in the Rick House? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he <laughs> was, was he a cool guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you enjoyed Starlight too. Yeah. Do now is Starlight Peyton? Is it just for somebody who you have to be twenty one or over, or is it family no, friendly? Family friendly. And at Starlight, what do they have? What else do they have over there? Playground and petting zoo. Playground and petting zoo. So if you have families, would you recommend other kids go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So I figure you and you remember that trip. 
wasn't able to play on the playground. I know it was closed because of COVID. I'm sorry. Yeah. We'll go back for sure, though. Yeah. Yay. So um, the gentleman that was in the Rick house, I think you remember telling me, who who was that in the that Rick house? That was um, Ted Huber's son. Was that Carl? No, it no, was, no. Uh, oh, I don't know. The barrel head's right there. What does it say? No, he's, his son wasn't there. Um, it was his nephew. Yes, that was his nephew pouring the barrels. Um, it was, I don't remember which one it was. It was the youngest son, his youngest oh, okay. son, though. Well, shout out to you, youngest son of Ted Huber. Whose <laughs> <laughs> autograph, if you name. guys remember, is also on that barrel head. No, uh, that, no, that would be his that nephew, would, that's Ryan. That's his nephew. Oh, yeah. That's Ryan, okay. See, there's the kid. Good job, Jake. <laughs> Nailed it. I'm a pro. <laughs> then from there, we went to, uh, we did our episode at um, Rabbit Hole, and then... Well, we we went one other place before that. Oh if yeah, you, we went to a, a brewery. Yeah, our hops, our, our Lady of Perpetual, Perpetual hops. hops. There we go. And uh, that's a cool there place. Was a, there was a lot of cornhole going on in that place, dude. That was a whole tournament. I think they had like twenty some odd cornhole boards if just that set up. A tournament that definitely had to be a league night or something. Something. I mean, no one just open plays cornhole like that. There was that. a dude wearing a straight up jersey. Oh yeah, yeah. They get serious about their cornhole over there, man. So, afterwards, we did head into Louisville, got to the hotel, went out for dinner, and the very next morning, um, we headed over toward Rabbit Hole. You want to talk a little bit about Rabbit Hole, Jake? How was that experience? Okay, so, if you've never been to Rabbit Hole, this place is built around tours. And I mean, like, just, you see all of it, just, mwah, beautiful. The, if, you, if you notice, there's a big rabbit on the side of the building... They have, it, it, it's a really unique building. I mean, it stands out. It's really hard to miss. But their entire, the, what was the gentleman's name that was with us? I can't even remember. Adam. Adam, yeah. I was so, that whole day is kind of a blur. We just went around a lot and did a lot that day. But I digress. He, he took us around. He took us into an in-depth tour and just, we did everything. We took, we got right up close to the vats. He showed us everything. Showed us their new construction with all their new stuff coming in. Be on the lookout. We tasted the mash bill from start to finish, which I have never been able to oh, do yeah. before. But mm-hmm. we dipped our hand in yeah, six just different dip your finger vats. in there and six, try it. Yeah, six different vats. I think he drew a smiley face on the uh, on the cap on the last yep. one. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that was it. Was almost done, and um, that was of course their distiller's beer. And leaned over and he said, "Get you a nose of that." And man, it, it is a hundred percent Belgian Trapel beer. So if you're a beer drinker out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Just that Belgian nose. If you're not a beer drinker, go get you go to your local beer store, ask them for a Belgian Trapel beer, and they'll find you one. And then pour it in a glass and smell it because that's what their and bourbon you, tastes like before they put it in, or their mash tastes like before they put it in the barrels. Well, if you recall, oddly enough, the day we were there. Um, he said some of this stuff in these fermentation oh, yeah. vats wasn't even there. Wasn't even there. He doesn't think. He doesn't think. It's either that or an experimental line that they're working on. Right. So but we also got there luckily enough to see a truck pull in and pull out at the same time. Yeah. So that was wild watching a semi hauler go across lanes and then have to stop traffic. <laughs> just they to had close to stop traffic the doors on the just on to the close trailer. the doors and lock it on a trailer. So that was nuts. And he talked about the no smell like a Belgian air. So if you want to do it right. You get yourself a Belgian, and then you take a bite of a green apple right as you smell That's it. That's it. <laughs> just Granny Smith with The beer. esters were just yeah. nuts. 
I think the weirdest thing that happened to me that day um, was just after the podcast. Yeah. Um, I don't Adam, say weird. I'd say great. Adam uh, told me, hey, come with me. Um, Kave Zamanian, the owner and head distiller of Rabbit Hole, um, had actually, I think, don't quote me on this, Adam, if I'm incorrect, I'm sorry, but I think he actually paused a board of directors meeting to sign my founders, my boxer grill founders edition and the barrel head. And he gave me one of the greatest quotes and, uh, you know, on the bottle, something Adam said, he never really does. He doesn't personalize things a whole lot, but you know, this kind of rings toward the podcast and everything. Creativity is personal. Yeah. So Kave, thank you for the kind words and for the invitation back. Yeah. Yes. Um, either very later this year or early next year. Um, hopefully we'll get to share a pour of uh, race King sit down with the with man him. himself. That will be so awesome. So the race King with the rabbit King. <laughs> and that's the name of the episode. Good. The, one. the rabbit King, the rabbit King, King rabbit. He founded the company. He's distilled. He's the master distiller of the company. I think I named that episode a trip down the rabbit hole, but okay, I'll rename it. No, he's saying no, 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 the, the next, next one, one, whenever we go, go sit with, down oh, the rabbit race King. King with the rabbit King. Race King <laughs> with the rabbit King. Uh, oh, and then after, um, I think, my favorite part. I don't say favorite because I did. It's hard to say a favorite whenever you just got done doing this. Right. I loved I loved everything about Rabbit Hole. The architecture mat- matching like the the thought into matching the the drape on the bottle with the, yeah, the, the way sash the stairs on the bottle, yeah. are are done and and just every part of the tour being so immersive and getting to see parts of the steel that most other places won't let you see. No, we the the Didn't tippy, they go into their new office building? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's so immersive. You see everything. They talk to you about the whole process. And at the end you get to not only taste through their mash bill, through their entire product line, but guess what? You also get best bar in Louisville, the best freaking citrus water. That's it. In all of Louisville. Unless, saying, unless they do something crazy and do melon water, do melon but that's water. another story. But, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm sitting thinking about the skyline of that freaking bar, dude. That, it's uh, awesome. It's yeah. beautiful. According to Adam, the uh, the citrus water there is kind of like chicken nugget day in elementary school every <laughs> Wednesday. Just, oh, here we go. Uh, so Can I drink citrus water? Of course you can. You can it's, have citrus water all you want. It's water with lemons, oranges, and limes. It's just delicious. <laughs> we know we haven't gotten to you yet, Peyton. We're sorry. We will. I oh. promise. It's coming. So let's make this next one quick. The oh, trip yeah, for to, sure. Trip to Bardstown. Oh, before the trip to Bardstown, though, we went to one of the coolest liquor stores uh, besides my own. Actually, oh, yeah. yeah. And Adam we, recommended. And you yeah. know what? I think this is a good segue into a... Uh, what's in your a what's, a what's cracking. Oh, there what's cracking. I love and, it. And yeah, I, we haven't done one of those in a while. You know, I, I think I think of what's cracking is kind of, you know, it, it's time. Yes. So, Aaron, what's cracking, buddy? So, um, we went to Evergreen Liquors, which is just behind Rabbit Hole. So, if you're if you go to Rabbit Hole, go to the street behind it, and then look for the the store right beside Rabbit Hole's office building. You'll you'll be able to find it at Ever. I'm almost 100 percent sure the name was Evergreen Liquors. I'm pretty sure. Um, but we walk in, and there is a tasting bar, which I love because. I work at a tasting bar at at a, at a liquor store, and I look, and I've been trying my 
hardest to find, seventeen ninety two high rye, and I was willing to pay whatever it took because it's, it's no not in their portfolio. On their portfolio, so I was like, "Man, Heather's going to kill me." So I walk up to the bar and I look, and there is seventeen ninety two high rye, and again, you cannot find it. The last time I found it, it was forty five dollars for an ounce, and Shoot. I'm buy a whole bottle for about that. So, or could buy a whole bottle for that. So I was like, Ugh. And I'm not going to divulge prices or anything like that, but it was extra. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say it was yeah, $5 just, a pour. It was $5 for an ounce. So I said, yes, I'll take it, please. And uh, so, and it is everything I thought it was going to be and more. So uh, really, really sweet on the nose. Um, just a, an excellent high rye bourbon. And I was really ticked off because I won't ever be able to find it again. Unless you go back. Unless I go back, but <laughs> they won't have any more. Um, so uh, that, that that whole experience was just, just awesome. So, Jake, yep. what's cracking, buddy? Okay, so at the same place, I tried something <laughs> I'll probably never get to try again. Russell's Reserve 2003. Shout out, Matt Puzzle. Wait, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. But this thing, if you try it and find it, whatever the price is, as long as it's not like ridiculous, it's worth. Because I mean, I'd pay probably two hundred for a bottle. No joke. It's it beautiful, smoothest, oldest bourbon I've tried, and just. Do you remember what you paid for for the ounce? Yes, I do. It was twenty five dollars, and then we went to another place, and I saw it. It was fifty. I was like, oh, thank God I tried it. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking so, of that other place, Dan, we didn't yeah. get to you. What's cracking? Yeah. Speaking of that, that other place, I believe I know where that other place was. It happened to be Bardstown Bourbon Company. Uh, they had it on their bar. But as I walked past their taste, their bar, I noticed something that uh, kind of uh, heavenly, kind of heavenly, and kind of uh, kind, kind of kind of old. Speaking of old, it's Old Forester again. Man. <sighs> Yeah, you must love some Jackie's I can, I, uh, or just Old Forester. I just general. like the products. Brown Foreman has hit it out of the park, and I, and Jackie's I can behind this. I think she's the one behind the the one seventeen series. She is hundred percent. That was her baby. Uh, the original one seventeen High Angel share barrels. It was absolutely phenomenal. It was worth the twenty one dollars I paid for that pour. I think I let everyone try it, but you know. Oh, <laughs> The, the nose just transformed from this beautiful, like, fruit-forward bouquet to just fresh-baked bread and waffles. And the, the palate was just everything Brown Foreman could give me and more. So I love the fact that you said the fruit-forward bouquet because the you let me try it towards the end, but you let me mm-hmm. nose it at the beginning. Right. And so I was able to see the progression as it aired, as it opened up, whatever. So when you open it at the beginning and you get that cherry, like you were saying mm-hmm. that, that what old Forrester is known for. And then at the very end, when I tasted it, it was, it was cherry cobbler. Yeah. Like your guys' palate has a good memory. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I, I, when I, when I have when a pour as good as that one yes, was, um, sticks. yet again, I mean, I, I need to email old Forrester and see if we can't talk to Jackie's. I can not because, you know, I'm a fanboy or anything. I You're am, a fanboy. Just I go ahead and say fine. it. Maybe I should be the one to email. <laughs> I'm just maybe, <laughs> But you know, I, I would love to talk old Forrester with Jackie's. I can, even if it's just about the whiskey row series, you know, something, you know, personal to her or the 117 series, please. 
Uh, right. Pretty Invite pretty us, pretty Jackie. Please. Come on, we're waiting. <laughs> Ms. Zykan. So if you know Jackie or Jackie, if you're listening, um, we're here. Uh, brokencorkpodcast at gmail.com. Anyway. Um, <laughs> shameless plug. Shameless plug there. Please. We do not want a bunch of junk emails. Anyway. Um, so to round out the trip, uh, it was a lot of fun. We did an awesome pick at Lux Row uh, for Beverage Barn. And... Uh, you know, we, we picked the best barrel that we could. Um, I think it's going to be an absolute hitter. And um, Brian and Justina were kind enough to let us have our name on that bottle as yeah. well. I was kind of blown away by that. It made me sit up in my seat because, you know, I I just I was just honored to be able to be there. Right. And for them to say, hey, will this fit? And I go, yeah. <laughs> it sure and they're will. like, put it on the bottle. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And we got to try it in a house that's over 200 years old. That was really that cool. That was really cool. 200 years old. Yeah. It was very, old. very old. It was the original. I think it was a limestone house. Yes. Yeah, it was. Um, and, you know, we got to make sure. They a digital banner up for us, too. Yeah. Big old screen. And they had peacocks. Yeah. Actual and peacocks. That, yeah. Actual, yeah, peacocks. actual, actual peacocks. peacocks. It was an agreement from the person who owned that house at the beginning from his family that they would allow Lux Row to buy that house if they would promise to keep peacocks on the facility f- and and he would come back and feed them. They just wanted the peacocks to stay there because that's what the guy was known for. So it was a really cool little story there. I want to go. I know. We'll, we'll, we'll take you to Lux Row and let you see the peacocks. Um, one thing about that trip, too, that um, I, I really hate to say, we went up a little bit early. I'm a little sore spot here with Danny and Jake, but we got to uh, go to Log Steel Distillery. We did a you all really missed zero other than the tasting um, and their, their stuff is sourced, but the grounds at log steel, what they're getting ready to do is going to be awesome. Um, and so in, at the end of August, they're going to have a um, concert facility built and they're going to have big, big name uh, country music acts. Um, they're, the idea is they want to bring Nashville, uh, Nashville to Nashville, Tennessee to, um, that area so it'll finally give bardstown something to do after nine o'clock Jeez. exactly everything <laughs> in bardstown shuts down at nine but um so if you have a chance get up to log steel go see all that it is gorgeous and they will have everything fixed up later we, we didn't miss anything or yeah. we missed we didn't miss anything we didn't miss, didn't miss anything, anything. and you know what we well, may have not even missed the tasting since it's sourced <laughs> <laughs> i, I can't up. wait you know I'll, I'll be excited to taste oh. their own distillate here in a few years. They do have a barrel aged or a bourbon barrel aged gin, which is something a lot of places are doing. I know um, get you going while your stuff's aging. The uh, rabbit hole did one. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was really good too. And so does uh, starlight. Yeah. If you remember, yep. but uh, starlight, all their stuff's locally grown too. Like they have a big vineyard and everything there. So to round out that trip, I had one of the most disappointing spells of luck in my life yeah so so close and so far so although i was able to pick up a brent elliott selected um four roses barrel strength um which i i absolutely love all their barrel strength stuff it's absolutely delicious um and i can't wait to dig into the one that brent elliott um selected but jake and i get to louisville and we just pop into uh Peerless Kentucky first. Peerless, 
We go pet Rye, who's being lackadaisical on the on the couch. Best cat in the world. Best cat in the world. I swear, like people are coming up to her, to her and petting her, and oh, she's yeah, just laying there. To pet her. Yeah, yeah. And I bet the cat didn't even move. Nope. <laughs> but very uh, very tame. But Charlie didn't pet her because mom was too afraid. The funny thing was, Corky was actually in the gift shop. Oh wow, cool. Um, we you didn't get actually to get to him. talk to him because he was with a. I think he was with a group. I think he was a private tour. Um, and then he left them and just went to the back. And I think if he would have seen the t-shirts, maybe he would have said something, but I was looking at hats because apparently I'm a hat man now. Yeah. Uh, how many hats did you buy that weekend? Nine? Uh, seven. Okay. It was, yeah. It was nine. One from every distillery. One from, no, literally one, one from, from every ever. distillery we went to. <laughs> um, the only one I didn't buy a hat from was the Evan Williams bourbon experience because the hat that Jake got, um, it didn't. It didn't quite look right, so I, I didn't. I didn't get that hat. I was sad. I was kind of sad. But while we were at the Evan Williams Bourbon Experience, my string of luck. Or, well, actually, no. I string take that back. Luck. Actually, um, after Lux Row, my string of bad luck started. Um, we went over to Heaven Hill Distillery, and uh, turns out they were releasing Parker's Heritage that day. Twenty-six year bottled in bond. Uh, I, Oof. Yeah, yeah. Did you get any? No, none of them. Um, <laughs> Two or three. You can you can ask your dad's boss because you know he got some, you know, a little. I think a few days later. Yeah, he went to at the Evelyn's Bourbon yeah. Experience. Brian? Yep. And uh, I hope he hope he shares. But anyway, sure he will. I'm anyway. Uh, I digress. So we were about four people away from the counter, and all of a sudden they were out of Parker's Heritage. They didn't even have any of the. The the grenades. Oh, they did. They just sold out of them. They sold yeah. out. The only thing that was left was uh, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof uh, B five twenty one. Right, which, which is delicious. Is delicious, and we all have it. Yeah. So we stepped out of line, looked through the uh, gift shop real quick, and we just left. We saw Reese Witherspoon's book. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it was a Cooking with Bourbon, I think, or something like that. Who is Reese Witherspoon? She's an the actress. actress. What was she in, Jake? He knows all of it. Oh, my God. You want to know her first one? Because that was Man in the Moon. <laughs> she was like five. <laughs> this Dude, guy. I know. It, he is a walking encyclopedia of pop culture and movie. <laughs> so we ever do trivia night. <laughs> and on top of that, Reese Witherspoon is one of the most gorgeous women I've ever laid eyes on. So she is So if we ever beautiful. go to uh, a Reese Witherspoon or Futurama trivia night, we have a ringer. <laughs> right. I got your back, dog. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, after the Parker's Heritage disappointment, um, we went over to Bardstown Bourbon Company. We had a very, very nice lunch. Um, the uh, collard green wontons were absolutely amazing. Uh, the bourbon we had was very was amazing. Um, the club sandwich was good, too. The club sandwich was good. Um what was uh, the gentleman that was sitting next to me? What was his name? Bill. 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 Um, Bill. Bill, uh, Bill actually got to try. Uh, he paid $35 for a pour of 2012 Old Forester birthday bourbon. I was so birthday. tempted. Yep. Yeah, I almost paid for his other one, too. Yeah. Ooh, buddy. I was like, well, that's well, not right. Well, never before have I seen a place have something in what they call a vintage collection. Um Leave the freaking bottle at the table for about an hour. Yeah, they brought and the just, bottle down and set it at the table in front of us. Because usually they'll bring it down, they poured it for him, <coughs> and take a uh, picture. let you take a picture, and they'll take the bottle back. Um, just like when he bought that pour of Pappy at uh, the Blind Pig. Right. Um, he poured it for him, but he left the jigger. He didn't leave the bottle. 
They left the bottle. They must have been super trusting of us. Or there is some type, has to be some type of alarm, and there's a guy sitting up there. When that when that court pops, that alarm goes and, off. They, I don't they know. send a, a Navy SEAL cr- coming from careening the from the. But what was it? The <laughs> buffalo sauce can't 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 let you take that. That's yeah, yeah. They they took the buffalo trouble. dip. Oh yeah, they took the hot sauce before they took the old Forester. And the 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 words were, "Hey, I can't leave that hot sauce right there because I'll get in trouble for it." There's a bottle of 2020 old or 2012, or 2012 old Forrester birthday bourbon sitting right here. She's but just, you're worried about she, the hot sauce. She's walked away from it. How many times now? That's so, all I could think. Just like, come on. So long story short, we got a little bit of an extended amount of time with the, the bottle. Um, I didn't ask to taste it because, I mean, he paid $35 for the right. pour. What was the but, other one that he paid like 50-something dollars for? That was the Pappy. Yeah, that was um, expensive. But I did nose it. Oh. Oh, old Forrester. Yeah. Uh, I can't yeah. wait for 2021 birthday yeah. bourbon. I, I can't wait to not pay $400 for it if I get a chance to buy it. Was anyway, that another dig? Uh, Two in a row. Man. Anyway, so back in Louisville, we're at the Evan Williams Bourbon Experience. I see an old Forester bag. It has a tube in it. <gasps> and that can only mean one thing because I do believe only one of Old Forester's products come in a tube. That would be that the 150th, the 150th anniversary. Oh, bottle. man. It's not the prohibition? No. Oh. So they released a limited supply of the 150th anniversary at the distillery. And guess who was three people away from getting a bottle? This guy <laughs> at retail. I, oh. That just burned my ass. So you want to know how many times I circled the block waiting? Three. Yeah. And I'm then I so took, good at this. I took, I took a extended detour on the fourth one to go like four blocks up and around because it was like, this is going to take a minute, I think. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, um, so long story short, I got burned there too. Um, got back to town, got all my stuff unpacked, got in the house, and I took a nap. I woke up and uh, discovered that six hours prior, a local liquor store had released their allocation of uh, Old Fitzgerald nine-year and... Balboa Rye. Did you race? I didn't get there in time. Sad days. Because it was six hours ago. And you know, you know, these bourbon freaks around here. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> don't know them. We're not them at all. They, they see a limited allocated release at a decent price, and they just go for it. So, anyway, that was a... That's what happened to us at the Evan Williams Bourbon yeah, that's Experience. That's what happened to us. In <laughs> Is that one fiftieth? Shoot, we're leaving. Yeah, we and we we did. We just went because the guy said, "Oh, they got plenty down there." Next time the guy says, "Oh, they got plenty down there," I'm just going to go. Nah, it's gone. <laughs> so, anything else about our trip, or do we just want to get into Mashville too? It was fun. Uh, it was a great trip. I enjoyed it. And we'll I do it again. I'm sure. <laughs> You'll get to go soon. That's right. We'll take um, a we'll take a bre- special broken cork trip to to Bardstown and just to bum around, take her. Yeah, because I mean, I I know you would you Let would love to see work. Heaven Hill. We'll we'll make your dad take that really expensive tour where he gets to bottle his hey, own. Hey, we can go whenever Jim Beam <laughs> reopens their American Stillhouse because we stopped there too. They have like a petting zoo and stuff going. They on. have a, Jim Beam has a petting zoo. Oh, cool. Um, so yeah, we uh we got to go down to Jim Beam oh, and take her. Go. They weren't open, but I mean, we drove in and we took some pictures and stuff. They didn't have anything blocked off. We drove right up to where they were still building. Oh yeah. wow, cool. Yeah, um, they're putting in. It looks like a new fermentation hall. And they're doing a lot of renovations to the American Stillhouse itself because, as you know, they closed the Urban Stillhouse. Right. So they're making the American Stillhouse a little bigger, a little more accessible. 
and uh, they're expanding their grounds a little bit. So awesome. Jim Beam, we the Broken Cork will be coming to you with Peyton. Prepare your petting zoo, for they will be pet. <laughs> Thank you. And Peyton needs to prepare her nose because there's some bourbon to smell. Yes, oh, there ready? is. No. No. So, <laughs> so I, I have to say I've been fortunate enough to come across all of the notable Mashbill 2 single barrels, oh. which, I mean, they're all Aaron. He brought the hardest one to find. Yeah, that ancient age you brought that ancient age, baby. <laughs> you <laughs> just need to find that ancient, ancient age. Oh, I wish yeah, I could. If, any, if anyone has an, a bottle of ancient, ancient age, uh, you know, broken cork podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we can do some horse trading. <laughs> Here we go. Anyway, um, so we're going to taste through um, Mashville 2. We have in the lineup, we have Rock Hill Farms, we have uh, that one, uh, we have Elmer T. Lee. Uh, we have Hancock's Reserve, and of course we have Ancient Age. Hey, what was that other one? I missed it. Oh, that one. Yeah, Got it. That one. <laughs> that one. And we for, actually have two horsey bottles. We, there are two horsey bottles here. One has one. One is uh, one is, one is great absolutely and beautiful. beautiful, and then one is Rock Hill Farms. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, Nailed it. Peyton, are you, is your nose ready? Yes. All right. So um, let's start here, well, with what's in our glass. Uh, we all poured up some ancient age before we uh, we started today, and that's what we toasted with. Jake, what do you have on ancient age as far as a brand is concerned? Oh, yeah, I guess I could do that. A little history behind the ancient age. Yeah. How a little ancient history. history? Well, ancient, ancient history. Nice. Yes. Thank you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, ancient age, of course, Mashbill 2, and it is 80 proof. There's no age statement, so, you know, two years. approximately three years. Probably two, three years. Uh, the website says roughly three. That's, you know, oh, good. meh. But it's just, I mean, it's not bad from what I taste. It's not bad at all, and it's, it's good Lord, where are my notes? Well, I could say that, yeah, and the nose is definitely... Definitely good. Well, Peyton will uh, yeah, determine I know, right? that. It's been around since right after World War II. And just, it's the entry-level whiskey. It's the bulk boy. I was going to say, this has been around since, what, the George T. Stagg distillery? Yeah, yeah. this was, it, it, it's been around since George T. Stagg. And, I mean, people called it the ancient age distillery for a while. So Yeah. So, all right, Pey. Peyton, you're well, up. It, it is your nose. time to shine. Give it that nose. What do you got? Dun, dun, dun. It's so delicious. She's she's batting her eyes. <laughs> What's something you get out of that, babe? Citrus. Get some cit- citrus. Citrus out of there. What else do you pick up? Anything else? Look at that nose going, man. She's got all the right moves. She's been watching Dad too much. They're waiting. Where's my Jeopardy Don't you theme? Know I know that? <laughs> where's my Jeopardy theme? Where's the theme? Jeopardy theme when we need it? What do you got? I get a little ice cream over there. A little ice cream. A little ice cream. So a little like vanilla. So citrus kind of ice cream vanilla type. You know, I don't know if it's Sherbert. the psycholo- like the psychological aspect of like sherbet. No, sherbet. That's, that's 
you know, I don't know if it's actually the psychological aspect of you know nosing and tasting in a group setting. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, well, she nailed sitting, it with citrus. Like, I was sitting here thinking about stuff while I was nosing it with her because I was at the beginning. I said this is really bright. Yeah. And she hit the nail on the head as far as a brightness. Like citrus is very bright. Yep. Uh, it's. I get a lot of floral. vanilla. I get a lot of vanilla. I'm the, getting with the citrus back in, like right as it goes down. You know, I'm what I mean, like a, a flower garden. Like, yeah, it, like very floral. Yeah, I smell all the with the vanilla, the whole, and I guess that's going to be the that's going to be a theme that, throughout. Yeah. And she's and she's going back thing. to it. Yeah, oh I got to take the glasses off to really get in here. You're getting a lot of the the alcohol, mm-hmm. and that one's only eighty. It's proof, only right? eighty proof. Yes, sir. So. I guess we'll just go from the lowest proof to the highest proof when we're when we're oh going through no. these. It's gonna burn the nose. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Said, oh, no, just it's just remember to nose. nose when you nose. Just breathe in through your mouth and your nose. It'll take some of that alcohol that that burn out of it. All right, boys, it's time to put it in your mouth. Oh yes, I have sir. A little bread on there. Say that one more time. I have a little bread on there too. Oh, you smell a little bread. I smell like a bakery. You know, oddly enough, it tastes like a bakery. It does kind of taste. It's like yeasty. <laughs> yeah, it's really yeasty. Chug it. No. <laughs> do it. Do it. Roadhouse. <laughs> ancient Roadhouse. Ancient, ancient Roadhouse. Um. So on the palate, what do y'all get? A bakery. <laughs> I I do get like a yeasty. It is kind of yeasty. Um, well, all of mine's gone. I guess mine's I got to re up. Give me just a second. I honestly, oh I, I didn't get a lot of a lot of flavor. Well, I, I didn't really pour a whole lot either. I got some. I mean, the the corn aspect is there, and mm-hmm, I, I think that's where we're picking up like the bakery. Is that that almost? I don't want to say cornbread because it's like a sweet cornbread. Well, but yeah. there's like a so it's like the batter from Sonic. Corn, corn oh, the batter from Sonic on the corn on the corn dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> but you didn't now with, it though, with right? Mashville Just, two, the rye content is the rye content on Mashville two is rumored around fifteen percent. Did you yes, say between eleven and fifteen percent? So, rye. so they don't they won't disclose the exact mash bill, but through you know word of mouth, you know it has been said around thirteen to fifteen percent. You know he so, said she said. So you're not gonna get. A whole lot of rye spice on this. There's just enough there to let you know it's. Oh yeah, it's just there. enough to give but me it a little not, kick at eighty proof. It's not going to be one of those that overpowers you with that brown spice. Yeah, it's it's just it's very smooth. That'd be one that I would probably just with my taste. Um have for when people come over yeah that are new to bourbon they're new to bourbon just hey try this because you say you found a new cheap mixer on your on your on your five see i don't think i want to well i want to mix that for for one of two reasons i don't think the proof is high enough there to to, for it to be able to stand up to what i mix in it and so I'm, i'm afraid the bourbon would get lost but what i can do with that is for somebody who comes over and says hey i've never had bourbon what can you give me that's not going to burn and if you remember um, when we did that list, I actually mentioned that with my cheap mixer, I'm also going to use that for 
someone who either A, is annoying me and doesn't deserve <laughs> to drink my good stuff. That's it. <laughs> or, or B, um, is newer to bourbon <coughs> and wouldn't Excuse be me. able to appreciate um, something at a higher proof, kind of like a, uh, an Elijah Craig barrel proof right. or, or, you know, uh, a Blanton's. <laughs> so explain so gonna... much about the drinks you've been pouring me. <laughs> <laughs> so... So with with ancient age, I mean, it's it's something that you could give someone who's not really seasoned in bourbon. Someone who maybe it's their first bourbon ever. Maybe 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 it's a know it all, and you're trying to figure out if they if they, if they actually, can actually know what they're saying. Ancient all. age in a holy hand grenade bottle. If they can really pick out that band aid smell. So a sweet tea mixed in. <laughs> Digging it in. Uh, Sweet yeah. tea. Sweet tea. All right, boys. Well, yeah, that ancient age is so light, and you look at so, Blands, it's kind of dark. I think a dark sweet tea would... would so the next, <laughs> one, yeah, the next one up, we have a Hancock's Reserve Single Barrel. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, we got to... Come on. Yeah, yeah, give the people what they want. That's what they pay the money for. The poppies. Jeez, fat Whoa, pours. holy God. It's not your bottle. I have Jesus. never had this bottle before. G- guess and what? So I just and pour myself a glass of Maker's Mark. Cup. Get, guess who knows? Uh, you have some Weller 12 at your house. Guess who's fat pouring some Weller 12 tomorrow? <laughs> you can have whatever you want in my cabinet. You know that. <laughs> well, dick no. in the back, bud. <laughs> no one's drinking during my birthday. Oh, yes, um, we are. Aren't you going to send some with dad? Like, Uh-oh. you get some water? Hey. Send some to WBS or anything? Mm, that's no? going to be awesome. I'm only going to do it in the night. Virgin margaritas? Ooh. Mm. Or, bring I mean... The, bring I, the stuff to make them. I am. I'm bringing some Yoo-Hoo's tomorrow. Oh, yay. You, you know what's going on with those. Anyway. Yeah, bring uh, those chocolate milk. We're, we are going to drink a whole lot of Yoo-Hoo. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. So, Get your nose there's really one. absolutely... Excuse me. Nothing... That I can find, excuse me, about Hancock's Reserve. You've been drinking? No, <laughs> nothing. The, I mean, what did we find? It was named after Hancock Lee? Yeah, yeah it was and named after Hancock Lee. Somewhere in the township that he and his brother or he and his friend founded. So I'm wondering, like, I really want to know why it's 88.9 proof. And I know we have listeners that are way into this a lot more right. than I am. So, so if you're a bourbon maybe. historian, um, you know, hey, Fred Minnick. Um, Tom Fisher, anyone who's around our area, um, broken cork podcast at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up. Let us know what in the world is the story behind Hancock's reserve? Why is it 88.9 proof? And is there any more history behind it other than it being named after Hancock, Hancock Lee. Lee? So we, we would love to know, um, yet again, we're it's, not, it's like that spring mill thing I mentioned a couple episodes ago. You know, I looked at the website and there's nothing there. The website's for sale. You try to find the history and there's nothing. There's nothing there. They don't forget to smell. So, Reset yeah. your smeller. So Peyton is resetting her nose. Um, while she's nosing that, if uh, you haven't listened to any of our podcasts or if you've just been living under a rock, um, a good way to reset reset your um your senses. I mean, recent would also work. Yeah, recent. Uh, so basically, reset your nose is to just smell your arm. Um, not the pit. Not, the, not your armpit, but your arm. Um, <laughs> your, your body has a, a natural odor or aroma to it that will help reset your faculties 
and uh, will allow you to better know as a bourbon. A lot of girls I dated in college told me I had a distinct I only aroma. One. Oh, thanks, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! Roasted. <laughs> what do you got on this paper? I know. I saw. I saw the. You got cinnamon on it. I was gonna say I do get a little cinnamon on it. Yep. Little there's a there's a, a rye spice about Hancock's little, reserve. Wait, let me smell again. I'm getting a little mustiness up in there. There there is a little mustiness. I think a little. There's something. Hang on. She's thinking hard. What is that? It's she just way said. in the back. Yeah, I gotta go up in the attic for this one. I know, right? Maybe in the basement. It smells like a waffle cone. Like a cone. Like a cinnamon waffle cone? Yeah. Chocolate ice cream in it. Huh. So, hmm. we're coming to... You're hearing from a nine-year-old. Eight. Oh, eight. Tomorrow eight. she'll turn Tomorrow nine. is her birthday. So, by the time this episode is out, Peyton will have been nine. Yes. Oh, oh man. Caramel? There's there's nothing wrong with this nose. None. Um, And to be... It's changing, too. To be yeah, frank... Um, this is actually the only one on the table that is actually a store pick. Um, I know that really doesn't make a difference when it comes to a single barrel product, um, but this is actually a liquor barn pick. So it may just be. I wish it was a Jay's, Jay's pick. I miss Jay's. I do too. <laughs> Who's Jay's? It's the, what Liquor Barn used to be, I think. No, it's what Liquor Barn bought out. It, oh, yeah, it, yeah. it used to be a, a store in Owensboro. And now there's no more Liquor Barn. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, Liquor Barn got bought out. Well, that was fast. Yeah. yeah. Changing owners three hands, three times in six months. Shoot. So. Snap. I keep sitting here swirling it because there's something in this. There's something on the back I end know. that I cannot pick up. Peyton's the same way. She's over here trying to think really hard what that nose is. Yeah, I know. On you, the can very, see, you can see her thinking. You can see the wheels turning. On the back end, like up here. But I, I will say. Right in the sinus. Yep. There's nothing wrong with this. Absolutely I mean, it's 88.9 proof. I mean, it's, it is on the lower scale, but it doesn't smell like 88.9. Lemon. Lemon? Lemon. That's what I'm getting. Okay. Bathroom cleaner. Bathroom cleaner. Lemon pledge. You're talking about right, pledge? Consuela. No. No. <laughs> well, I'm going to. I'm gonna go ahead and finally drink it. Well, we've already done that. You're, you're, you no, I've been sitting here trying yet? to smell and find out what this is and see if I can't. Maybe if I like taste it, it'll come to me. The taste is very welcoming. Um, caramel on the note. Caramel on the front end. There's that little rye right there. It does not smell like caramel. You don't. You don't. No. No. On the taste. Oh. On the taste. I'm not allowed to um. taste it, so I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Let <laughs> me just have a little taste. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, I'm not no, 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 definitely taste. not. Checking out the nose, seeing what you can find. I think it's black pepper. No. You don't think it's pepper? I think it's raspberry. Black raspberry. There's, okay, there's a fruitiness to it. I don't think it's pepper either. I think there's something there, though. Salt. You, you you just say that because you ate a handful of salt before we had dinner. <laughs> no. Don't I'm sorry, Heather. Because <laughs> I know she's, she's not listening. I this know is so cool, though, because I just, I'm cheating over here and looking up things on the internet. And one of the things on the nose, a very good swirl of cinnamon, which is exactly what Peyton said right off the nose. Said. And then on the taste, it's a cinnamon and dashes of sweet vanilla. That's um, how I'm getting the cone from. That mm-hmm. are 
uh, remind you of. Come on. Oh, sorry. Reading is hard. Uh, Oh, read out loud. They struggle against the tannic oak and black pepper spice. That was from Breaking Bourbon. Just, and I'm not trying to cheat. I was just, what do other people think? And we're going to do some testing on the nose. We got to find out exactly what's in there. I mean, I I've been trying to pressure Aaron to train and enter the uh, Bardstown Bourbon Company's best whiskey taster in America. He won't do it. So any uh, 13 years, Peyton will be on that board. Yeah, <laughs> she might. So <laughs> I'll let her do it. I, I know the uh, registration process, I believe, has ended as of yesterday. Yep. Um, but next year, Aaron, we're going to fill out the paperwork for you. We are going to fill out the paperwork for you. Oh, gosh. And uh, well, I'll, I'll have to practice next a year, lot between now and then. The next year, he's going to like sign do us up. Do you see and the room we're us. sitting in? <laughs> we can practice. That's we can for practice. Sure. I have about <laughs> 300 and something bottles in here. We can practice. Uh, but anyway. Wait, man, this stuff is... I really enjoy this Hancock's Reserve. There's a reason it's hard to find. I don't know that I've ever seen it. Well, it's, I've never I, seen I, it. I, think I know for a fact I've I, never seen it. I don't know the distribution markets on it, but I just... I never see it. I never, ever see it. It's So it's either released in extremely limited quantities or like... Uh, you see every once in a while, like Total Wine will release like cases and cases and cases of it. And it's just gone like that. Well, yeah. So. It's Mash Bill 2 single barrel, baby. <laughs> it's one of the famed Buffalo Trace Mash Bill 2 single barrels. So, you mean right? I mean, Takara. I'm sorry, Takara. Yeah. Yeah. Because fun fact, uh, we didn't even mention this, did we? No. Um, Buffalo Trace actually does not own... The rights. The rights to any of these. Um, Rock Hill Farms, Blanton's, Elmer T. Lee, Hancock's, Ancient Age as well? Uh, I think so. We I could mean, it's, be, it's the entire, I think it's the entire the Mashville entire, 2 line. We could be wrong, but we think we're right. Um, but Those four for sure may be Those four age. for sure um, are actually not owned by Buffalo Trace. They are the only ones allowed to produce it. On the... Bottle of Ancient Age, it says the Ancient Age Distilling Company. Yeah. So that, that might be a Buffalo Trace exclusive product. Or, well, I mean, these yeah. are all Buffalo Trace exclusive Yeah, I mean, products, this one says Buffalo Trace Distillery, but yet again... Owned by Takara. Owned by The Takara. rights were owned by Sazerac, who was bought out by Takara, thus transferring rights. So oh, okay. Buffalo Trace is the only one allowed to distill this. They do not own any of it. Wow. Yeah. Fun fact, the more you know. Speaking of the more you know... This tastes really good. This does taste really good. So I'm going to... I would love to try it, but I can't. (laughs) You're trying it with your nose. You're doing a good job. If you you tried this, I don't think you'd ever want to smell bourbon again. I really don't think you would. Nope. You have 12 years. 12? 12 years. I don't want to be nine. And if you're like me, less than that. And just, just think of all the special bottles that people are putting back for when you turn 21... There's three in this room. There are three Damn. in this. Well, there's one bottle in this room that I have set aside for a special occasion, such as I don't know a 21st birthday of basically an adopted niece. Anyway, wow. <clears throat> uh, just for you. So, and he's not going to tell you which. I'm one. I'm not going to tell you which one. That's we, already open. Yep, and the one it's you're going to get is probably it not is open. An unopened bottle somewhere on these shelves. Is it going to anyway. be Modi? No, nope. no, alcohol doesn't get alcohol that Alcohol doesn't mold. It gets oh, better good. with age, actually. 
So you had to. Um, well, well. Eh, so are we going to? Are we going to talk a little history as we go throughout the next two? Or yeah, um, I actually have you know a little bit about this next one. I mean, I'm sure you have a lot about the next, the one after that, but. Well, I have, a, I have like hours, but we, we don't have that time. Ooh, no, we don't. Uh, yes, but when we get there, we're not there yet. So We're not there yet. So the next bottle <laughs> on this one up. Dan, give us a little history. Ooh, it so, changed again. So this one, the next one, if you're going up in proof, is Elmer T. Lee. It comes in at 90 proof. Um, a little few, a few facts about Elmer. Yeah, give them what they pay for. Uh <laughs> So Colonel Albert Blanton uh, hired Elmer in 1949. Uh, originally, uh, Elmer was turned away multiple times, um, as Colonel Blanton was, was saying. You know, we don't need any help today. Um, a gentleman by the name of or- uh, Orville, what was the last name? Shup. Shup um, was very insistent um, as Blanton uh, and told Blanton that you know they need to hire Elmer. He would be an asset, and uh, so... Hey, let me see your cup while you're talking. I'll fill it up for you. Okay, so... That was a much better pop. There's the money shot. That's right. Anyway, uh, Colonel Blanton um, eventually hired Elmer, and uh, he did, did joined the story as a maintenance engineer in 1949, worked his way up through the ranks to become named plant manager, and eventually <laughs> Buffalo Trace's very first master distiller. Um... He oversaw much of the modernization of Buffalo Trace, and uh, by the time he retired in 1985, um, Buffalo Trace had basically become a powerhouse. Um, Not the powerhouse we know today, but... It was um, close. It was close. Uh, He he single-handedly introduced the world to single-barrel bourbon in the form of... uh, Blanton's. Uh, named after the person who hired him, Colonel Albert Bacon Blanton. Uh, Bacon? Yes, his middle name was Bacon. I wish my middle name also tasted good on a breakfast sandwich, but it doesn't. I wish wish my middle name made everything better. (laughs) Um, I wish my middle name was Bourbon. (laughs) So the world was introduced to Blanton's in 1984, um, and from there... Uh, he was awarded with a bottle bearing his likeness. Um, was that after he retired? After he retired. Um, he was honored with a single barrel of his own by now master distiller Harlan Wheatley and Buffalo Trace Distillery. So we are going to enjoy some Mashville 2, Elmer T. Lee. Um, fun fact about this one, the bottles or the barrels that are selected um, for this particular single barrel are of the same taste and nose profiles and standards set forth forth by Elmer himself. So they found a uh, a notebook from his that Elmer kept his notes in. Man, that sounds like something I talk about a lot. <laughs> and uh, they they said you know it it had on there what he liked the most as far as a nose and as far as a taste, and they went right after it. And again, it's a single barrel uh, pick, so all of these are going to be a little bit different. Um, from that sounds like something that John Wayne's son did to make 
Duke bourbon. Oh, here we go. Duke bourbon has to make every episode, it seems like. (laughs) It hasn't made the last couple episodes. (laughs) No, it made it at Rabbit Hole because you were talking about it. It did make it at Rabbit Hole. I was like, we're at Rabbit Hole talking about Duke bourbon. Let's go. Dude, I talk about it everywhere. Leave me alone. Peyton is swirling the glass and she's about to put it to her nose. That is a fat pour, Jake. You're welcome. I'm trying to be... Trying to be a little. You don't have to drive. Me. I know I don't, but I only have one bottle of Elmer <laughs> <laughs> right now. Here you I mean, yeah. So the what world do you may never know? What do you get on that? This one, Peyton. So we're going up in proof. So you're going to get a little bit more alcohol on the nose as well. So. I wish I was listening to Van Halen when I swirled these cups. Apples. Drop dead legs. <laughs> what else is there? She's she's a thinking man. She doesn't take this lightly. Jackie Zykan, she's coming for your job. She really doesn't take it lightly. I, I swear. Has she not already been offered a job, though? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Starlight kind of offered her a job. Wrong one. Wrong one. Oh, she's going oh, she's, back. Oh, she's referencing. Look at this. And she's, what did she, did you notice? Yeah, she she actually. Ooh, getting the professional moves in. She didn't actually easy, just easy, pull easy. the cork. She moistened the cork and then pulled it. Like a true professional. Like a true professional. She's better than I am at this. And she's Do you need eight. me? <laughs> Same stuff. I'll just sit here and drink it. She can take my spot. I'll just join in and do the new editing and stuff. Right. Nothing different. So you said, so the the Parker's Heritage and the Parker's, Parker's, Parker's Heritage. Heritage. I'm sorry, I'm, I've done that. And Hancock Reserve. Oh, thanks, Peyton. The Hancock's Reserve and the Elmer T. Lee. You're saying are, are really really close. Really really similar. And and I I could see that because of course why they're the same they're exact the same mash bill. exact mash bill. Um, but with the addition of green apple on this one. So you get the green apple too. I do. Does I anybody think, get like I was thinking maple syrup? I yes. Was that what you're... I could tell she was trying to... She was over here thinking, thinking, it thinking. It's like bacon, too. Yeah. It's got a little, like, breakfast. Yeah, like, I could see that. It little, like the beer that you, you know, this is going to sound... The maple syrup one. The maple syrup beer? This is going to sound really, There's really funny. maple syrup beer? Oh, yeah. Where? This is going to sound so funny, and you're going to laugh at me. No, 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 no. No, no, no. He was asking where I had the maple syrup beer. There's, oh, like... I'm going to go drink it. Delicious. I bet. Does anyone else get hash browns? No. What are you breakfasting this whole thing? You want a sandwich? He, he, he said, said hash browns. <laughs> he said breakfast, and I'm like, you Give know what? Give me the what? bottle. The bottle? That's a cup. Give me the cup. You know, be careful. Be careful. Slams it. <laughs> there is no hash browns on there. There is no hash browns. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm just... Maybe, maybe I'm just that baked potato you were you it, eating there. It might have been, but you know, maybe I'm just having a stroke over here or something. Because I swear, I get like. Ooh, I get something else in here. Going going back to the Hancocks. Man, I'm, I'm like this has like honey. And Wait, this one get has hash browns on it. You think that's the hash browns <laughs> that you're smelling on the Hancocks reserve? I'm not kidding. That one does not have honey. If like if you really get in there though, like, like, I can get green apple way up in here. Yeah, I get green apple. But I also get the maple syrup. On I get the front that end. maple. There's yeah. maple syrup, and I do get, I do get honey off of it. I, I'll give you that. Hash browns and honey. 
He said Sexy. hash browns. Come on now. I'm going to make you up some hash browns. Pour some honey on it. Make here you we eat go. Just... I'm just going to eat some more of that Mexican street corn after we get done. So here's Danny. Here's Danny nosing Elmer T. Lee. <laughs> Man, I could go for some breakfast. Smothered, covered, and fried, baby. <laughs> 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 uh, I said Elmer T. Lee, smothered, covered, and deep fried. Tell you what. Just like mama's cooking. Just Tell like you Waffle what. House, baby. <laughs> what do you smell? Tell Waffle you what. House. What is that, coffee? <laughs> what? What is that? We roll. Is up. that them flipping my eggs, man? Danny goes to uh, uh, Bardstown Bourbon Company to compete, and he rolls up. And he says, "I know that one immediately. That's breakfast. <laughs> That's Waffle House. That's Elmer T. Lee. <laughs> That's, Elmer. That's Elmer T. Lee. Uh, Got some breakfast up in this bottle. You know, I didn't even mention that uh, sitting right next to us eating eating lunch was Peggy No Stevens. Oh yeah, yeah. At Bardstown. At Bardstown. Bourbon so yeah. that was kind of cool. Anyway. All right, I'm going to drink this now, guys. No. Are you talking about the nose I think you're talking about? The no? Yeah. Peggy no, yeah, Peggy oh, yeah. no Stevens? Yeah. yeah. Drink it, Jacob. Yeah, Jacob, drink it. Ooh. I'll slam it. Don't make me do it. That one's real. It's that's real dry. dry. That is dry. Um, Much like uh, hash browns. Not going to let it go, huh? Does he need a belt on his butt? No. <laughs> no. Maybe. Um, <laughs> Maybe. I could do it That's tomorrow. all preference. That's a lot of wood. It, see, it, this this product, I think it's rumored. Did you say umami? It, it's, <laughs> no, it, like oak. It says here in the notes, I mean, it, it says it's a 12-year-old single barrel. Allegedly. They don't get Allegedly. Age. Yeah. So, I mean, with all the oak on this. It's and, definitely you know, older than the other two. You know, I, I'll give we, it that. So far. It's very drying to the palate, and there is a lot of oak. There is a lot of oak. The maple is there on the on the finish. Like, and I'm uh, getting Texas mesquite. Oh, wait. This is not Long Branch. All Tell right. you what. All right. That's, that's a bourbon Tell I drink when what? I change my catalytic converter on my dump truck. <laughs> all right, Wrong all drink. right, all right. You have a dump truck? <laughs> no, it's a, that's a joke. It, that's a, it's an inside joke. Inside joke for the fans. Try figuring that one out, boys. <sighs> Anyways. Man, oh, man. I get... No, dude, this, it, the nose is... Honestly, the, I think the nose is better than the taste. I really do. I do, too. Yeah. The nose is where the money is in this one. At but least in, in this release. If you're thinking, though, about the, the... Up until just now. I mean, this is mash bill number two. This is su- supposedly the high rye. Buffalo Trace is high rye. It's definitely high rye. The rye comes forward mm-hmm. so far better in Elmer T. Lee than, than the other two. Um, yes. I get a lot of black pepper. Yeah. On the finish. A little bit. Just a hint of like maple syrup. Yes, sir. Um, Absolutely zero hash browns. But Yeah. It's like <laughs> hey. somebody took a drop of maple syrup, shoved it in a pepper jar, and then just... That, that's close to it. Like, it's 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 peppery. It's It's maple. You you is you it, dog in my hash spicy? browns? It's smothered and covered, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the only, thing this, the only thing this is missing is a big old pot of gravy. I mean, Arby's could fix that. A little flour, and we could have bourbon gravy. A little, a little flour, we can make bourbon gravy. Tell you what. I wonder how that would taste. I kind of want to try it now. All right, boys. So. Enough. Uh, Aaron, you want to. We're on bottle number four, and I can't wanna, wait. You want to. Oh, yes. One second. We're going to. We're going to take Hashtag a second. R.O.B. Ramon Liz Billions. Oh, no. Oh, baby. <laughs> you know, you think it's going to be bad after what we did. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. A.L.B. is way better. 
Yeah. No. Yeah. No, Ra- Ramon does love Bentons, by the way. So. Blanton. <laughs> anyway, so Aaron, would you like to introduce our next uh, our next candidate? Yeah, I would love to introduce our next candidate. We are talking. Well, I'll let Peyton do it. Peyton, what bottle are we talking about, baby? Blanton's. No, I thought you were going to say something else. What do we call it? Horsey bottle. <laughs> it's the horsey bottle. So, um, all of you who've listened, understand, and know my, and those of you who are local, I get it all the time about, well, You should heck, hear them at the we raffle. Were, we were at Lux Row. <laughs> we were at Lux Row. Uh. And <laughs> the owner of Beverage Barn is signing their uh, plaque or their wall where they let everybody who does a, a single barrel come in and sign this beautiful wooden wall. And I was so excited. She wrote The Beverage Barn. And Danny is standing by. Oh, Jake was standing yeah. behind her in her ear, and she wrote the beverage barn. And he said, "Wait, add hashtag." So she wrote hashtag, and I didn't know what he was doing. I thought he was going to put broken court crew or, you know, something fun. It was fun, and it was <laughs> hashtag A L B. So she wrote it, and she said, "What does that mean?" And, and of course, you, and you had already I left the out. building. I left. And I, I am said, losing done. it over in the corner, and I just say, "Aaron loves Blanton's," and, and everybody she lost, lost it. Yeah. Oh, that she. Was why hilarious. wasn't I there? Oh, because you were. We had to. We had to take mom on that trip. So we. Um. Yeah. Danny said, "When we were, I'll give you just a quick. I could talk for hours about this. One bottle. second. Pause oh for. Oh God. Oh, you're pa- pause for the money here. There it was. There it is. That's the best cork pop we've had all <laughs> that, night. That long. is that is so, worth the three hundred ninety nine dollars I spent on this bottle. Yeah, right. It, it's Dude, fifty dollars all day. This every thing day. got blessed by the Catholic Church. All right, but it's anyway, a holy hand grenade. So this bottle right here, and yes, I could, I could really nerd out on this if I wanted to, and, and give you all of it. But I'm gonna have to, to be completely like, honest. Um. I think it is overhyped. I I actually don't mind it. the taste. Um, Apparently. But I'll give you the quick history. So, Umber T. Lee, this is his bottle. Wait. So, what he was doing, he he wanted to introduce the world to uh, to um, what what Albert Blanton Bacon called honey barrels. Albert Blanton Bacon. So, he, Albert... Bacon, bacon Blanton is what I meant to say. There you go. Sorry. Albert Bacon so, Blanton. Um, Colonel Albert Bacon, bacon Blanton had a, a specific warehouse that he, he got what he called his honey barrels from, and it was Warehouse H. And so what happened was right after Prohibition, they had the um, warehouses they needed. They, they were expecting right after Prohibition for their sales to boom. And so Colonel Bacon said, you know what we're, or Colonel, <laughs> there it was again. He just doesn't want to say Blanton's, I think. Colonel Blanton said. Colonel Bacon. Colonel Bacon. That should be a brand. So Admiral Buffalo Trace. Browns. Yeah. Buffalo Trace. Put out the bacon. Put out the bacon. So Colonel Blanton <laughs> said. Where's the bacon? Um, you know what? We need to get some warehouses built and we need to build them fast because um, we're going to have, um, we're going to have. A, a boom after prohibition. So he, he built a metal warehouse or a metal rick house instead of wood because it was quicker to build. And this is where warehouse H comes from, which is even to this day where Blanton's is stored. And what the metal rick house did was it allowed for the Kentucky, what they called the 
the crazy Kentucky climate or the 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 harsh winters and 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 warm summers, which you don't have quite a bit as much anymore. But back then, it was really really cold in the winter and really really hot in the summer. I thought he was going to say you don't get that in Indiana. I was going to be like, we're right here. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I um, could spit and hit your house right now. So what they do is um, the metal allowed right for now. the the reaction with the barrel um, a lot more, and so that's where um, really radiating that heat. The, the warehouse H, that's why they aged it in warehouse H. But the, the best part about this story, this is a a story where uh, of true American grit. So Elmer T. Lee took this bottle um, and he personally went around Kentucky to various venues and with, with the bottle of Blanton's and said, had him try it. And at this point it was $20. And they were afraid if people were going to, they, they said Back there's then? no way people are going to pay $20, 20 for bucks that bottle. Oh, dude. And, and now people are paying. And so he said, so he took it himself and said, would you, would you buy a single barrel? Cause up until now it was all small batch. It was all blended stuff. Um, and, and so in 1984, he released Blanton's and, and again, took it by himself, the master distiller of Buffalo trace. And think about it. It would be like Harlan Wheatley distilling a bottle that he wanted to, I'm just naming names here, but let's say Harlan Wheatley decided he wanted to uh, to do a Johnson bourbon over, around with Freddie Johnson and, and something really, really special about that. That would be really cool. Harlan Wheatley goes around to the local liquor stores, mm-hmm. local restaurants, and samples Would these you people. buy this? Would you buy this? It's exactly what happened with Elmer T. Lee. So he, Sends he, out he put the, the podcast. Keep us in mind. So he put the, um, he put the, the, the nose to the ground. I mean, really. And and oddly enough, and this is um, just a show of camaraderie among the bourbon community in Kentucky and as a whole, um, Jimmy Russell actually took up that mantle with him yeah. at one point. And Jimmy Russell of Wild Turkey actually paraded Blanton's around, and he took it nationwide. Yep. Um, he would take it to bourbon conventions and different stores and said, here, this is a new product. This is the holy hand grenade. Yeah. This is the greatest thing to come out of Kentucky. This is. I mean, look at these what? toppers. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's right. So they, um, they went on to, and Blanton's was the first American single barrel. Um, and the, the bourbon boom mm-hmm. happened very shortly after the single barrel process took on and then other distilleries started doing single barrels and then, yep. and then, and then, and then, and that's where we get to the single barrel process today. Peyton, you said you had a question. Um, is Blanton's the, um, Derby bottle? Yes, it is. Well, one of Woodford reserve is the official bourbon of the Kentucky Derby. So Woodford Reserve has a Derby bottle. I don't think Dan has. No, I don't one, have any of the Derby bottles. That's it's the Woodford. same thing, just different colored wax, is it not? No, no, it's no? it's literally just the wrapping that they put on. No, the that's oh no, saying. no, it's the same juice. It's yeah, that's what I was asking. Just Woodford, same juice, yeah. but right. Just a different label. bottle. I think now, it's a one liter bottle. I think what you're thinking of is I was getting ready to talk about the toppers up front. It does represent a jockey. So um, a lot of people um, collect Blantons. Um, and, and I know that you're... Dan, I think you have a barrel stay with all of them on it, don't you? I do, and this one happens to be a T for any of you playing along at home. It's a T. <laughs> so um, Ooh, a lot of people switch. collect those bottles, and, and, and if you get it Starting. from B, um, if you get it from B into S, then when it spells it out, which we'll look at Dan's in a minute, it shows a jockey from the beginning, like coming around the... Right uh, out of the starting gate. Right out of the starting gate, all the way around until the very end 
of the finish line, and he's he's celebrating celebrating a victory. Which you know all about horse racing because you're from you, Kentucky. You and, love horse you know, racing. When you were born, you were gifted a barrel of bourbon and a horse. <laughs> so that's, that's Kentucky bluegrass law, I think. Yeah, it is. So you get a Peyton, bottle of Blanton's. What and do a you horse. get on the nose from this Blanton's? I'm sure you smelled it a hundred times because your dad drinks it every single day. I mean, I mean, he he wakes up and rinses his mouth after he brushes with this stuff. I think he snores like <laughs> Blanton, like a horse, you know, <laughs> more like a freaking chainsaw. But okay, I don't know. I snore too, so I mean, like, I know you do. You all kept me up. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Meanwhile, I look over at you, and you're like still as a corpse, and just not even a snore. No, just. If, honestly, I, I if I look at you while you're asleep, I would honestly think that you're just laying there, eyes closed, thinking. I mean, I might you're be so so still while you're asleep. So, what do you get, Peyton? No idea. No idea. Nothing on this one. I mean, this is also a Blanton's. We don't we don't hold on to Blanton's. We drink it. Yeah, I I drink my Blanton's. There are so many times Blanton's have been said and that button has not been pushed. And I'm, I I know I'm I'm not going to spam it. Celebratory button. What? Celebratory button get... push. Celebratory button push. Yes. All right, Pay. What do you get? Cinnamon apples. Cinnamon mm. apples. Gotta love that button. You know what? I love that. Um, are, are, when you say cinnamon apples, are you are you thinking about cinnamon apple oatmeal? Or cinnamon apple sauce, or, or apple cinnamon jacks. apple, or apple jacks. Like, what do you? I like the apple sauce jacks. From cinnamon apples. This like like a cinnamon apple sauce, like you get in a cup. Mm-mm. Oh no. no! Like when Granny cooks, I say. Oh, granny, like uh, actual like, cinnamon. Apple. I like cracker, cracker barrel, barrel cinnamon, cinnamon apples. Apples. I love that. I love, that is. I, I I bet during your tenure there, you probably ate a couple trays of those. Oh, I had I had several. Um, <laughs> several <laughs> trays a day. Peyton, that's so cool because. I picked the cinnamon. You know up. what? Yeah, it's, the rice it's very cinnamony. So that's really cool, P. Ramon loves Blanton's. <laughs> Ramon loves Blanton's. He's going to. That's enough. Yeah. Ramon oh, loves Blanton's. You better um, calm down with that. He's going to call you out. So, so, so that is the greatest bottle in the universe, Blanton's, apparently. It is a pretty good bottle. Now, and if you guys like the history on those, wait till this next one, buddy. So, (laughs) it's a doozy. There's a lot to take in. See, I'm getting caramel and cinnamon on the nose. Caramel, vanilla, cinnamon. Whoa, man. Did you just chug that, bro? No, I didn't. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every one. And one gulp. I actually had a couple of drinks while we were talking now, about it. Now, I would it. go ahead and say this. like, Not just because I know what it is. It's a $50 bottle. I mean, you're right. No more All than of that. these. Well, except Ancient Age. I'm gonna, Ancient Age is what that, it is. I'd pay 60 all right, But for all of age. these are $50 bottles. Yeah. I mean, it, they are... MSRP $50 bottles. To me, and I'll, I'll be honest... They're only Worth. they're only so high priced because Sazerac and Buffalo Trace does such a good job of keeping the market supply low. That's it. And then people buy into the hype, they turn into a potato, and they just roll out. They like just auto because box, I roll spend three hundred dollars on a single bottle of Blanton's for this whole podcast tonight. Jake, let I'm me kidding. be honest. When, I would never spend three hundred dollars on a bottle. Let, of let's be honest. When your name was picked at the raffle, you picked first at the raffle. The, the time 
you picked up that Rock Hill Farms. I did. Right. Immediately, people were offering you $300 for that bottle. I think my first offer, as soon as I picked it up, was double what I paid. And I, I think I paid, I think I paid because, you know, because I, yeah, say logistics six, is 75 I think. seventy four ninety nine. I think that's what I paid. It. Yeah. And people were offering him double instantly. Oh, and yeah. the second as soon he as refused, I it, 150. 150. And they were like, nope, 200. I remember that night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got all the way up to 300. 300. And I said no because. And you, but you did say if they would have said 350. Oh, yeah. I would have done. <laughs> no way. If they would have said 350, there's no way. And, but I, I would have the met cool them in the is, parking lot. Yeah. The cool thing is, they weren't. They were buying it to actually drink it. I know the people. They were, yeah. they were like, yeah. it's my wife's favorite bourbon. I'll give you three hundred. She she offered three hundred. He's yeah. like, it's not worth three hundred. And she's she was like, like, it's my favorite pay. bourbon. I will pay for it. I'm just like, I can't do it. And then you know, me and Dan horse traded. Yeah, we did a little horse trading, indeed. And, you know, but so Blanton's the best thing ever, <laughs> according to Aaron's top five of 2020. It's and number five. I'm ready to do another top five. I'll put that in there, and I'll guarantee it won't show up. The last well, time we talked about this, you well, said we do, no, we don't want to do a top five we do a, next year. Well, we do need to do a, a mid middle of the year top five, like top five of 2021 so far. I, I like that idea. I really do. So Elijah Craig B521, Elijah Craig A121, Elijah, Elijah Craig, Craig grenade Elijah bottle. Craig, I mean, Blanton's Blanton's Craig, Blanton's 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 so, Elijah Craig Toasted. Are we ready to <laughs> we ready to move on to our last we bottle have here? Um, yep. I don't know. Oh, dude, that's a lot of history to unpack on this bottle. It's so Jake, old, so. while I'm pouring this bo- this bottle up for fit people, you, why don't you might tell not, me I might have to wait. I mean, this is Why don't you tell history. us a little bit about uh, Rock Hill Farms? I will go into the complete oh, history that I can One find. One second. I forgot. We got it on pause for the give, cork. Give the people what they want. Oh, oh, yeah. There it is. Thank you, Peyton. <laughs> anyway, so the history on this bottle is long and vast. It was developed in 1990, and it's named after the farm that Albert, Ban- Albert B. Blanton grew up on that is right next to Buffalo Trace Distillery, and that's all I could find. That's all it. you got? That's it. That's all I can find anywhere. So, Hold on. Let me I, look it up. No, it's, dude. All right. So oh, wait. I looked at the Buffalo that's Trace. That's all it said. Yeah. I looked at Wikipedia for it. I looked at the Buffalo Trace website. I looked at Sazerac. I looked at Takara. Are you going to finish that Blanton so Sorry, I can pour on. you the other horsey bottle? I looked at Takara. <laughs> I looked at bourbon review websites. I looked all over the internet. And today, I finally posted on re- on r slash bourbon asking all of Reddit if they know anything about this. And somebody linked me, well, it was made in 1990, and uh, it's named after the farm. And I'm like, well, no kidding. No crap. That's what Wikipedia says, my guy. That's all we got. I mean, it's 100 proof, and it's not bottled in bond. Why? Because it wasn't aged. It's aged for longer than four years, and it's not in a bonded warehouse. I didn't know that either. I didn't know it had to be a four-year. No, it could be be longer than four years, but it's not in a bonded warehouse. It is a high-rise... Somewhere between twelve and fifteen percent, allegedly, because it's mash bill number two. Yes, yes, exactly. But I mean, that's that's it. If seriously, if anybody knows anything about Rock Hill Farms or Hancock's Reserve, no. dude, reach out. We'd love to hear the story. Uh, Broken Cork Podcast at Gmail dot com. Sazerac, uh, Takara, anyone. Uh, if you want to give us some history, we'd appreciate. Freddie Johnson, it. you know, whoever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm friends with Freddie on Facebook. I might actually. Are you seriously? Yeah. Oh yeah, wow. me too. I, I might. The, the actually... guy, the guy will do it, and and 
I mean, he I'm, will comment on your stuff and everything. Yeah, he's liked some of my personal posts. Yeah. Like well, the, it, it, I want I, now. Here's the question: Is it actually Freddie Johnson, or does no? He it's have, Freddie Johnson. I was gonna say, does he have an assistant that handles no, all his social media? No, hundred percent. Because well, now I he know said when he gets off work, question. he spends about an hour, hour and a half catching up on because on he wants on people fans. to know that he is um, a hundred percent person. Like he's and so he's not this I'll, mythological. Since we're here, real quick, I'll, I'll just give you this: I, I've had the opportunity to have a a a tour with Freddie. Lucky, I mean, and he Freddy's did some root beer. And Freddie's root beer, yeah. He did some. That's what some we should have grabbed for her. She could have been drinking that this whole time. That is true. Dang it. So he did some stuff for, for the group that I was with that he doesn't normally do. Um, but the guy is just really, really cool. Um, and you could tell 100% that Freddie Johnson loves every bit of what he does as far as he wakes up every day to go to Buffalo Trace and, and, and sell Buffalo Trace and sell people on bourbon. And and not just, not sell, just Buffalo, yeah, but yeah. he enjoys it. And and Freddie Johnson would be the kind of guy that would come to this studio right now and sit right here at the end of this uh, table and just and, enjoy and, just, and drink and bourbon, just drink and, and talk, talk, and give you history and give you stories. Doesn't he and, also have like a, a, a? Oh my God, I just lost the word. A, 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 a docu series about bourbon. There's not a docu series about it, but he's a feature, a very very large feature on Neat, the story of bourbon. Neat, that's, that's what it. I was thinking of. Um, I think the last ten minutes or so are actually dedicated to him and his story and yep. the word sip. But uh, back to this uh, this Rock oh, Rocky Farms. Farms yeah. uh, Peyton, you were shaking your head. Are you not getting anything? Mm-mm. No, just basically the same. I no wonder why. After it's, all these, yeah. yeah. It's it's literally it's Buffalo Trace Mashville two at a higher proof. This is the highest proof of the lineup we have here. It is a hundred proof. proof All I get is the corn. There is a lot of corn in there. Yeah, Um, I get a lot of the the caramel sweetness. Mm -hmm. There's caramel in there. Well, that's it's it's a nose. It's it's a scent. So like. They don't actually put caramel in there, but there are things in this that mix together and go into the wood and stuff and pull out, and it creates smells and tastes. And that's something we can talk from about. From aging. But the wood itself brings out those flavors. Yeah, it's, it's not It's, it's not hard to tell it. how it gets that flavor, yeah. but somebody decided, let's put these in a wooden barrel, and then tasted it five years later and went, this is great. That, that yeah. would be Mr. Elijah Craig. Elijah Craig. <laughs> I get milk. Milk? Of magnesia? Like the, like the sweet? The lactose? The sweetness of... Lactose intolerant. Anything else before we sip it? Nope. All right. Buddy. I got to say, though, whenever we did do this, at the whenever we did go in, and this is one of the bottles I bought, we did try it that night because you guys had gotten it on the tasting bar, and things Aaron's, have changed. I didn't like it as much back then, so I'm going to... Aaron's shaking his head this. over there. So let, I, I got to... I don't... It just... I've, and I've said it ever since I've had it. It just it, there's something that it lacks for me on on the finish. Like yeah, it, it's a finishing. It's, issue. it's very bold up front. It yeah. has a good body, and it but just it goes just goes away dies. quick. And I think that's actually something that Ted Huber talked about with us too. Whenever we were tasting stuff, he's mm-hmm. like, you know, sorry, Buffalo Trace. I'm not going to impede on your time. We'll talk about this later. There you go. Um, yeah, possibly with Ted Huber. Anyway, that would be um, nice. So, yeah, what you're saying is, you know, Rock Hill Farms. It's up front, you get the proof. It has a body to it that is, it, it's delicate, it's flavorful, and then it just falls off a cliff. There's no caramel up on the front, mm-hmm. a little bit of the vanilla, and a little, not as much rye spice as the rest, no. I don't think. I get a good bit of oak. Oak. It's I was very tannic, oak. like oak. And Do we have an age statement? Um, 
I between don't... 12 and 15 years, these are not age-stated at all. Between 12 and 15? Allegedly. Allegedly. So Holy these cow, are not I was thinking stated. like between 10. Like, because I get more of the oak and more of the age on like Elmer T. Lee. Like I said, dude, I did my research on this, and this was from a guy just doing a review. He's like, he said, he said, it was one of those he said, she said, they said. So none of this is set in stone fact. Yeah. This is all what we could gather over the course of web browsing and talking and word of mouth. Awesome. So that's going to kind of wrap it up for us. Um, Let's go around the table real quick. If you had to pick one of these to be a staple on your bar after tasting these, um, which one would you pick, Uh, Jake? Come back. I'll go. Come back. Yeah, I'm still drinking. All right, Aaron, we have your choice. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's that's not fair. No, Aaron, which one would you would well, you? Give me select? one second, Peyton. On the nose, did you have a favorite on your nose? Which one did you like? Um, what would have the best did you nose like the, for you? Hancock. Hancock. You like the Hancocks? I, I agree. The Hancocks had a really really good nose. If I was getting a bottle. For taste, for nose, for everything, I'm going Elmer T. Lee. Elmer T. Lee? Yeah. If I was going for nose, I would say Elmer T. Lee. If I was going for taste, I think I would say Rock Hill. I, I, I can see that, too. Mm-hmm. You're gonna it, just the taste just falls off on the end for yeah, me. Yeah. It, it, this is lacking on the finish. I can tell you what um, it's not. <laughs> I'm staring at it right now. Press the button. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but, you know, the funny thing is I would probably lean towards the Elmer myself. But if I could combine two. Yes. I would combine the nose of the Hancocks. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest here. I would go for the body of like the Blantons. Um, I, and that's, that's, you know, I'm not, you know. I, I, no, I if hate we're combining the, two, yeah. I'm going to take the nose of the Hancocks Reserve. Oh, dude. The and anything but Blantons. But no, I'm just kidding. That was a joke. He's going to take that no, body really, of ancient age and just really go to town. I mean. <laughs> of the five bottles. Elmer T. Lee would be my top, and Blanton's would be number two. I'm, I'm just yeah. being 100% honest. Dude, El- Elmer was good, but I felt like it was missing something, too. I feel like all these are missing something. Like, See, I feel like the Rock Hill Farms has a good front end, but the Elmer has a good back end. You're okay. Yeah. I could have so, agreed. So I don't even I don't want to speak for the, for the collective here, but it sounds like Elmer's number one. Yep. Blanton's number two. Yep. Uh, Rock Hill <laughs> number three. Or no, sorry. Uh, Hancock number, number three. three, Rock Hill number four, Ancient Age number five. Yeah, what, that I mean that's not surprising. I mean, Ancient Age is not a single barrel product at all. It's so. it's not, but you know it, it is, is still mashable, 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 mashable too. too so exactly. we wanted to throw so it on there. would would you agree with me there, Jake, or would you flip flop a couple? I think I would put Rock Hill above Blanton's. Like oh. I, for me, I think it would go Elmer, Rock. No, sorry, Elmer. Then I think it would go Blanton's. Then Rock Hill, then Hancock, then okay. Exchange. So you'd flip flop Hancock, Hancock and, and Rock Hill, yeah. Huh. But so we also Elmer have, oh for God. me it would be Elmer, Hancock's, Blanton's, Rock Hill, Ancient Age. Really? See, we haven't even tried Ancient Ancient Age, so that we oh, may, I would I would love to love try to try that. Ancient Age. So we might if we get it. If so, we never know, yeah. do it again. We, we, I was going to say, if we get it, line them up again. Line we'll them up again. again. Let's do it again. And this time we'll do it blind. Yeah. Yes. So, anyway, that's what I want to do. Uh, I think that's going to be it for us this for this episode of The Broken Cork. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, I've been spamming it throughout the episode. Uh, <laughs> brokencorkpodcast at gmail.com. You can check us out at Facebook now at The Broken Cork Podcast Crew. Um, Jake, where can they find us on Twitter? They can find us on Twitter at the underscore... Broken underscore 
cork because that one guy <laughs> still every time. Every time. <sighs> if we could find who out, if we could find out who that guy is, Jake could, would love to meet him. Oh, I would love to meet him. Street fight for the name. <laughs> so, Aaron, you want to tell him about the Patreon? So, Patreon, you can find us um, at the Broken Cork Crew um, on Patreon. Uh, we again, we are we love doing this, uh, but. A lot of this is coming out of our pockets, so true. Um, we don't more, like to plead our case here, like we're pleading to a jury. But no, no, no. But the more the more we can, more patrons we get, the the, the better the content and, and the, the cooler the goal stuff we is, can do. Yeah. The goal is to eventually become on YouTube. Yep, that's and, the goal. Uh, and you know, we also have a little bit of a dream. We want to start picking barrels. Yes, that would be so cool. But we want to pick barrels that you all enjoy. Right. So uh, we've done, I've done seven, eight barrel picks now, maybe maybe close to ten. But um, well, we want to pick barrels that you all want to enjoy, and we would we would love for you to be able to do that with us. And that's why we have that hundred dollar Patreon. You get to go after six months of paying, you get to go on a pick with us. Yep. Yeah, and and, and, and that's coming one, up for one of our guys. Yeah, for yes. one of our guys, that's coming up here Real next soon. month. Yep. So uh, and yeah. he is already going to get to go on the next ready. barrel pick. So is he so, really? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. So. Uh, with that, guys, I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in, listening. And, uh, you know, as always, I'm Dan. I'm Aaron. I'm Jake. I'm Peyton. Reminding you to keep your glasses full, your bars stocked, and your mind on the pulse of America's national spirit. 